This episode is dedicated to gratitude. And I'm purposefully speaking kind of slowly now (laughs) and leaving some pauses um, just because, I don't know, I decided for, at least for the mood that I'm in right now um, and probably the kind of energy that I want to convey through these messages um, is probably a different energy that I had before, um, but now I feel like communicating a more meditative energy. And, um, you know, I find usually when you listen to podcasts, um, at least even even I do the same, uh, you put it on like, you know, one... 0.25 speed, 1.2, 1.5 speed, 2x speed, um, because you know you want to be efficient and you want to gain the most insights and most information and in as um, little of a time as possible, as quick as possible. Um, and we're always you know so rushed and trying to squeeze everything in. Um, but you know, I found I recently kind of stopped doing that. Um, and even sometimes slowing things down to just realize that it's it's not ever really about the information that's being conveyed, but it's about like the state of mind that whatever energy is communicated through a video or an audio message, how it's changing your mindset and how it's the effect that it's having on you and what it's, what it's evoking within you. So um, you could be listening to you know, something very um, profound and just speeding right through it. And maybe you kind of get part of it, but it doesn't really download into you. It doesn't really evoke the qualities in you that um, perhaps the the person communicating it was attempting to evoke unless you're really able to slow down. So um, especially if, if you're like me, not speeding up a podcast or um, especially if someone's talking really slow and pausing a lot, like I'm going to be, is very frustrating. <laughs> but uh, that's, you know, that's something to challenge ourselves on, I think, um, is why it's so frustrating and why everything has to be so fast and it's all about more and more and more. Um, and that kind of leads me into the topic I want to talk to do, talk about today, which is gratitude. And I think this was one of the most obvious <laughs> lessons from uh, the recent accident that I had because it was just, it was so on display and it was, it was so extreme in how quickly I would lose a sense of gratitude as things would go along. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll kind of get into it more specifically, but basically as the moments and phases of the recovery would unfold, and I would gain back a lot of physical faculties, mental faculties, suffering would decrease dramatically over the course of months, Um, how quickly I would just get used to that new state and just want the next one. Um, So, you know, I'll just kind of give like maybe one or two examples, Um, probably about midway um, through my recovery or through my hospital experience, Um, I was at a point where I could, you know, move my legs again, um, and I, you know, 
had some flex, some of my physical flexibility back, but I was still in a lot of uh, physical pain, um, specifically in my tailbone area. Um, and I couldn't sit for very long, um, if at all sometimes, couldn't lay on my back. Um, so basically the only position that I could, you know, be somewhat comfortable in was laying on my side. Um, but then, you know, laying on your side for hours and hours on end, uh, obviously your, your hip um, starts to get sore. And I also had surgery like on the hip areas as well. I had screws, screws going in there too. So it's really not like the sides were all that comfortable. <laughs> so I would just kind of flip from side to side to side. And it was just, oh man, I felt so stuck um, in that space because I, I couldn't lay down on my back because I would get a very sharp pain. Um, I couldn't lay down on, you know, I couldn't sit because I would get a very sharp pain. Um, and laying, even on laying on my stomach was, uh, could be quite uncomfortable, but sometimes I would make that happen uh, just because I didn't have the flexibility to um, be able to straighten up like that forward. Uh, so the only, my only respite was basically the sides. Uh, but going on the sides also started to get very sore after a while. And I would flip back and forth from side to side. Then that one would get sore and that one would get sore. But then as I would do it throughout the day, each side would, um, you know, the, the time it would take for each side to get pretty sore and pretty sharply painful was quicker and quicker. So like in the beginning, maybe I could do 10 minutes on each side and then it was like eight minutes and then five minutes. And then the point where I was just flipping back and forth and back and forth that I was like, just wanted to get out of my body. I just prayed to just leave my body um, to get away from this physical pain. And I just was, I just remember, I remember very clearly oh, at the same time I was getting these like shooting nerve pains in my feet um, that were extremely painful um, and just all sorts of shit going on basically. Um, and I remember just thinking like, God, if like, I don't even care if I will be able to sit again or even go in a wheelchair, let alone walk. Um, I just want to not like, just be able to lay in the bed. Even if I can never get out of this freaking bed, I just want to be able to lay in the bed and not have such visceral pain, um, in my feet and my legs and my sides, etc. I remember like that's all I wanted. That's all I could think about. Um, was just please having that go away. Um, but then, you know, as time went on, I actually, I started taking some of these Chinese herbs, which, um, vastly improved my, the level of pain that I was in, um, by like a hundred percent, like not that I was a hundred percent, but improved it probably by like double what it was or half of what it was before. Um, and, and then of course, once that moment comes, then all I could think about is being able to sit again. Oh, I can't just lay in this bed for the rest of my life. Like I just, I just want to be able to sit. I just really want to be able to sit. Even if it's just for 30 minutes, uh, I want to be able to sit. So then I could, you know, get in the wheelchair and get some fresh air and get outside or, you know, sit up and have a meal. Um, so, and then, you know, of course you kind of see where this is going. 
Um, once I could start to sit for a little bit, it became, oh, I want to be able to sit for longer. I want to be able to sit for longer. And then I, I don't want to just be able to sit the rest of my life and be in a wheelchair. I want to be able to stand. I want to be able to walk. And it just continues on and continues on. And um, obviously this is, you can kind of see where that's going and see how that correlates to life in general, how whenever we want something so badly, we finally get it. There's a very quick period in which we actually appreciate it. And then very soon, all we can, all we're consumed by is the next thing. And this was just like very, very viscerally and extreme, extremely on display during the injury because I would, I would gain these things that I would just pine for and just like would do anything for it. I'd finally get it. And then as soon as I would get it, I wouldn't even never, I would never even remember that there was a problem beforehand and um, wouldn't even remember that I had like severe nerve pain in my feet. And, um, and all I could think about was just the next thing that I wanted to have resolved and um, so I could get back to where I was before. Um, and, you know, so as this was happening, I was just thinking about a lot about gratitude and, and why I can't stay grateful <laughs> because there was even more extreme versions of that earlier in the recovery, obviously. Uh, like when I first was starting off, like it was, it was even, you know, significantly more difficult than that. Um, so it was just hard to like, it was just very interesting to think back on how can I stay grateful? Like, how am I going to end at the end of this? Like, at the end of this game, if I get everything back to where I was before, and I'm going for, you know, long runs in the park, um, you know, am I going to, am I really going to be any more grateful than before all this happened? And uh, it's, it's really, it was really hard to say at that point. Um, so I think that just kind of highlighted the point of developing gratitude um, and, and fighting that impulse of the mind to always seek the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Um, because it's going to continue to do it. I can already feel it now. Now at this point, you know, I can sit for, um, you know, a few hours oftentimes pretty comfortably. Um, I can now walk uh, for, you know, more than probably 30 minutes at a time. Um, and... I still, and of course now all I can think about is, oh, I want to be able to like sit more comfortably without having to bring a cushion around everywhere with me. And I want to be able to like go for a hike somewhere or a long walk or um, go for a run somewhere um, and whatever, you know, so on and so forth. So how do we stay grateful if, if we're just, the mind is always looking to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing? And um, it's really, it's like one of the keys to life, I would say, if we can kind of develop that ability. Um, because I think the, one of the biggest gifts that gratitude gives us is it brings us back to now. Um, because the mind is always in its own little world, propelling itself forward through time by desiring things in the future or reminiscing about things in the past or, um, you know, there's this like really nice little um, saying that I'm going to completely botch right now. Um, but I think I've mentioned it before in these recordings that, um, you know, life is, 
life is stolen by two thieves, um, the past and the, or thinking of the past and thinking of the future, something like that. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the real good saying next time <laughs> and, and put it on here. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, we just, we spend so much time either thinking, reminiscing about extremely, you know, pleasurable moments in the past that we wish we still had, um, or horrible things that happened in the past that we wish didn't happen, or we're just ruminating about the future and things that we want to be different in the next moment. Um, so in between that, the, the sacrifice that's made and, and constantly doing that, this sort of addictive quality of the mind to always be doing that, is that we miss out on everything that's happening in between, which is now, which is happening every moment that exists. And, and that's really life. If you add up all of those now moments, that was, that was life. Um, there was never anything that you think of in your mind for the future is obviously just something happening in your mind. It's a, it's a desire, it's an image in your mind. It's not real, it's just a, sort of existing in the mental space, um, similarly with ruminating about the past. But the visceral experience of now, the sights, the sensations, the feeling states, the, you know, the whole experience of it, it's, it's so much more rich when we're really paying attention to it. And that's the gift that gratitude gives us. It sort of squashes that addiction. Um, because when we really tap into gratitude, um, we don't, there's no more, like when we really tap into being grateful for our current condition, whatever that may be right now, um, then all of a sudden it brings our, our whole consciousness back into this space right here. And that's, basically allows us to live life for real um, and not always live in the future or the past. So it's sort of like an antidote to that in a way, um, because when we're really grateful for right now, our whole mental orientation isn't always, is brought all of a sudden pulled back from the future and back into now, or it's pulled back from all these things that you had in the past or you wish didn't have happen in the past. And it's pulled from the past and it's pushed back into now. It's like this pulling of, you know, everything before and everything after and bring it into everything now, your whole attention, basically. Um, and when your attention is brought back into now, like the whole experience of life um, unfolds much more naturally and it's much more enjoy enjoyable. There's a certain peace to it. There's a certain joy to it. And it's kind of ironically a lot of the things that we were really looking for um, in the future or in the past. So how to do that though? You know, that's, it's always easier said than done. A lot of people talk about gratitude. Um, you know, I'd say the, the benefits are pretty well documented at this point, but how do we do it? Um, and you know, I, I've done various gratitude practices in the past. I, I had a, one of those like five minute journal things where I wrote down three things I was grateful for every day for like, you know, I, I think I kept up with it for like a year, a year and a half or something like that. Um, and, you know, by the end of it, I really don't know if I was that much more grateful than when I started it. Um, uh, but I, I think what I realized there is it's, it's, it's about the feeling state of feeling grateful. Um, so if you're not actually feeling grateful, you're not 
really programming your mind back to be grateful. Um, if you're just, I mean, of course, writing something down is a good start because if you write down something you're grateful for, that can possibly trigger that feeling. But if you just do it every day, it can start to become rote very, very quickly. Um, and you don't, you don't end up actually feeling grateful. You just sort of, you know, write things down without really internalizing it. Um, so the key is to really spend a moment. I like to close my eyes, uh, make it almost like a little mini 30 second meditation of sorts and just really feel grateful for everything that I have. Um, and, and you I think if you do it enough, you'll find certain words that you might repeat in your head or certain images that you bring to mind that generate that feeling of gratitude. Um, and I think another thing that I found with it is the, if you're using objects, it's be, it's always best to use like the object that evokes the sense of gratitude to have that be as basic as possible. Um, because th that will actually, because like, let's say for example, um, you have a significant other that you're just so grateful for. And whenever you think of them, you feel the sense of gratitude. If you guys, uh, let's say, break up at some point or uh, things don't work out, the, all of a sudden that sense of gratitude is going to be shattered. <laughs> so you, you want to place the object of your gratitude in as basic and as constant of a thing as possible. Um, I think that's also one thing I learned with the recovery, actually how many things there are to be grateful for that we just completely take for granted for every day. Um, so usually I think when I was doing the five-minute journal, I was usually grateful for, you know, my, my family, for having um, financial well-being, for uh, friends, for, um, you know, all sorts of things like that that most people probably think of when they think of gratitude. But after kind of going through this injury, the things that I use for gratitude are very basic. And um, I try to, like, integrate it throughout my day more than just, instead of just making it this, like, quick... 30 second practice. Um, so this is going to sound ridiculous, but um, basically every time I take a shit, I, I do, I do this practice and just feel how grateful for it. I am that for my body is able to like process food and determine what's, you know, what it doesn't need and expel it from my body. Um, because I had so many points throughout the recovery where I was severely, severely constipated, not being able to poop for like a week straight and just had so much buildup in my body and horrible stomach pains and cramps. And I was just like, I would have given anything. <laughs> I literally would have given anything uh, just to be able to poop. So um, yeah, just I'm really grateful for pooping now, as ridiculous as that sounds. So every time I poop, I just, I just say in my head, Thank you, thank you, thank you for the intelligence beyond my possible comprehension that is telling all the all of the cells in my body how to organize this whole function of pooping. Like this is crazy, miraculous, and something that we overlook every day because it's freaking pooping. Um, and so that, that's one example. Um, I also do that with, with food a lot. It's good to have, it's good to like take things that, that you know are going to happen every day or at regular intervals throughout the day so that it becomes more integrated. So 
pooping. I think most people poop at least once a day. Um, so that could be that could be moment. Maybe that's not your moment. That's my moment. Um, I do it with food a lot because food is a very basic function of life that um, as long as we're living will be a part of our life. Um, we can't survive without food. So every meal I try to just close my eyes for a few moments or if it's too awkward, like there's some eating with someone, I just kind of um, stare at my food for a second or uh, say, some, say a few words in my head, um, just feeling how grateful that I am that I actually have food um, and all of the different things that had to come together for this food to happen. Um, the different, you know, farmers, the different distributors, the actual plants or animals themselves, um, the creative forces that behind that, um, the sun actually for providing the energy that allows all of these plants and animals to live for me to eventually have this food. Um, you know, and, and so on. So my parents and ancestors for, you know, bringing me into existence and giving me the resources to be able to buy the food. Um, and, you know, even even down to thanking myself for being willing to, like, take a moment out of my day and be grateful and consume the food. So meals, you know, most people are having about th three meals a day, just like building that habit that before you take a bite, of food, you kind of do this sort of mini exercise of feeling gratitude. Um, and again, I want to really emphasize that it's about the feeling state. It's not about the words you say. So, you know, of course, different religions have tried to teach this and integrate this into everyday life. Um, Christianity, uh, a lot of Christians say grace. Jews, Jews literally, uh, Jews kind of be the masters of this. They have a freaking prayer for everything. Like if you stub your right toe, there's like a prayer for that. Um, so, you know, if whatever you feel comfortable with is what you feel comfortable with, but it's, it's ultimately, it's never about the words that you're saying. It's about what kind of feeling that you're able to evoke in, in yourself. And I can't really tell you what those are going to be for you, but it's, you really kind of have to find whatever words or images evoke this like kind of feeling of just being grateful like wow like i actually have so much to be thankful for um and again like i like to use things that are very core like even something like this the basic functions of the human body um the basic things like being able to eat um the basic things like being able to breathe um the basic things like being able to you know sit without being in pain um to have your you know, like all these things that we feel like we're doing, we're not. It's it's an intelligence beyond us that is that knows how to breathe. Like you never really learned how to breathe. Your subconscious mind and the intelligence that's behind all of your biology knows how to do these things. It knows how to do all of these crazy amounts of functions that are going on constantly. Um, so just like placing your gratitude in some of these more basic core things of just just being alive, just existing. Like just the fact that you exist at all is is crazy. It's just like it's absurd. Um, so I like to put things in in the things that are going to be the most constant, the most permanent, the most regular in my life. Um, drinking water, of course, is another one. Um, 
So I think, you know, it's something that just like any other skill, it needs to be deliberate and it needs to be trained. It's not just going to happen on its own. So, um, you know, taking a couple minutes maybe in the morning to close your eyes and do it a little bit more formally, like bringing to mind images or words or sayings that you know will um, bring that sense of gratitude um, and, and integrating it after every meal or before you take a bite of any any kind of meal and of course you'll forget all the time and just like any habit it takes time to, to develop it and to remember it um, your poop times are a great time to do it because you're usually not doing anything when you're pooping anyways um, you're just going to play on your phone or something um, instead of that you can just spend a minute feeling like wow it's pretty awesome that my body knows how to do this and it's being able to clear all this crap out of my body that otherwise would make me feel very sick or in a lot of pain. Um, so didn't really expect this episode to be take such a bathroom turn, but I guess it did. Never really know where these are going to go when I start opening my mouth. But um, yeah, just wanted to emphasize gratitude because I think that's been one of the biggest takeaways from this is just how important. I mean, I know it's it's a regular thing that like a lot of personal development people talk about, but it's, it's really, it's something beyond even what I thought it was. It's more than just doing a little gratitude journal. Like it's, it's a very essential antidote antidote to bring ourselves away from the past and away from thinking of the future and into the now moment, which is where a lot of the things that we're looking for ironically actually are. Um, and it needs to be done consistently and deliberately um, over time because it, it's such a deeply ingrained habit of the mind to be looking in the past and future. Um, so it, it's been conditioned for a very long time. So it's going to take time and it's going to take an effort to go against that inertia. Um, so that's why I, develop, I uh, recommend really spending some time, um, spending like you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, writing down one or two like routines throughout your day that you're going to integrate some gratitude, a moment of gratitude into. Um, and then you can gradually expand it over time. So it's not overwhelming to more and more moments. Perhaps you just start with when you wake up in the morning, like, wow, that's awesome that I just was even able to sleep and wake up like that. That was crazy. That's amazing. I love being able to sleep. If I never slept, I'd be I wouldn't be able to survive really. My body would never have time to rest or, pro or my mind wouldn't have time to process all of this information and take a break. I probably would, you probably wouldn't be able to live very long without sleep. Um, so, you know, that could be the first moment that you try. And then next time you integrate it into breakfast, um, next time you integrate it into, you know, the shower and then gradually over time, it's just like, it, it bring it's more and more a part of your everyday um, automatic responses. And then gradually every moment is another prompt, another cue to bring up that like micro gratitude moment. It doesn't even have to be a minute, honestly. It can be five seconds just being like, just saying the word thank you. Um, that's one of my trigger words. I don't know why it works for me, just saying thank you. Um, I'm not really saying thank you to anybody. I'm not really saying thank you for like anything in particular. It's just this saying thank you for some reason just evokes that feeling like just 
like I just before I, you know, if I don't have time to do a whole, a longer thing before I eat, I just close my eyes for one second, just be like, thank you. Like, but like really genuinely feel the thank you. Don't just be like, thank you. All right, stuff my face. Just like take one moment, and just really try to feel like thankful. Feel, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> thank you that I have this food. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.